stats get thrown around a lot and most of them are discouraging stats. Yeah. But the one of the most encouraging ones that I've ever heard is couples who pray together daily, their divorce rate is less than 1%. We've we've had couples, they prayed together every day and they still experienced divorce. Yeah. You know, it, it happens, but the chances of that happening when you do pray and you are seeking yeah. the Lord on a daily basis, it's like you said, it's that 1%. Your blended family has a 100% chance of success when you do it God's way. We are Blended Kingdom Families, and we want to provide biblical resources to heal and restore families with a message of hope for the next generation. Hey guys, welcome back to the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. We are just excited to have you here. Yeah. Excited to be hanging out with the most beautiful wife in the world. Well, thank you. Yeah. And take a moment, you guys, click the button and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, We'd love for you to be a part of this community and be notified every week when a new podcast comes out or a new Mm -hmm. video of any kind that comes out. And we do a lot of videos. We do a lot of videos. Lots of content. Lots of content. Yeah. Um, Today, we're going to talk about one of the things that I really feel is one of the most important things in marriage. I really do. Um, And for those who kind of getting familiar, I have been a therapist for uh, almost 20 years. I feel old saying mm-hmm. that. Golly, I remember old people used to say that. Yeah, well, Just, you are getting, I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm almost 50. Yeah, I know, almost. So through counseling, I get to work with couples all different seasons of life. Um, most of them are Christian couples because I am a Christian counselor and yeah. that kind of find each other. But one of the things that I find most opportunistic Mm -hmm. i'll use it that way Mm -hmm. is when couples come to me and they have issues and they're christian couples and i ask them if you pray together Mm -hmm. and about 90 percent of them say no yeah Yeah. and so that's what we're talking about we're talking about prayer and why that's important why it's challenging yeah and how can we encourage as we start this next year how we can encourage couples to maybe start something new in their marriage well i think you know, it's prayer in itself. I mean, it's, it's something that, um, it's a discipline that we, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, learn over time and, you know, individually. And then as a married couple together, I mean, for us, that's taken, it's taken honestly years for us to develop Mm -hmm. that because, you know, we've said this before, I tend to be a little bit more radical Mm -hmm. and you're a little bit more reserved Mm -hmm. and definitely like in our prayer, together mm. um i tend to go a little bit more long-winded and you're a little bit more short-winded but, yeah, but that doesn't matter though does no it? it doesn't it doesn't matter at all it but only what matters I'm, in our flesh well like, what i think what what i think the reason why i'm saying that is because so many people struggle with that you yeah. you have two spouses and we see this a lot with the couples that we counsel and we coach and it's you know you have one spouse that's uncomfortable or they're afraid of the way it's going to sound or they're like my prayers aren't good and 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 that's a lie from the enemy right yeah. there you know it's it's and what we always encourage it's the opportunity for you and your spouse to come together into the mm. presence of god and there's so much power in that mm. and whether it's a long eloquent prayer or it's a short prayer mm. um it's it's that you both are coming together and you're petitioning to the lord um 
for whatever you're, you know, you're praying about. Maybe it's something over your children. Maybe it's health. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's finances. And you're laying that um, at the feet of God together and believing um, for him to do only what he can do in those situations. And there is power in that. Well, there's intimacy. Yes. And so we talk a lot about kind of, you know, four different types of intimacy. Obviously, there's physical intimacy. There's emotional intimacy, financial intimacy, and spiritual intimacy. And this is a part of kind of that completeness of what marriage is designed for. Yeah. He created you guys together, he created our marriage, he put us together, wove us together. And when we come together as a couple before the Father, it, it, it is extremely intimate, mm-hmm. even though in our own flesh, we may think, well, that didn't sound real good, or I didn't say that the right way, mm-hmm. or maybe I don't even know what to say. Maybe I'm, mm-hmm. maybe my prayer life is you know, kind of underdeveloped, and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't pray. I mean, yeah. there are Christians that don't. And so we can get in our own head of saying, I'm not qualified, or this is not going to land well, or whatever mm-hmm. that is. And so for whatever reason, we just we just choose not to, or we choose to avoid that with our spouse. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I hear a lot is, well, we pray at dinner together. And yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. That is not the same thing. And yeah. in the sense of what we're talking about, where you as a married couple in, in that intimacy of prayer come together. Yeah. Well, Jeremiah 29, 12 says, then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. Yeah. And so, if you're, you know, afraid of what your prayers sound like or that they're small prayers or not big prayers or eloquent prayers or whatever, it's just calling on the Lord and he's going to hear you no matter what. And I believe it's Mark, um, Mark 11, 24. And I, I love the scripture. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And I think there's so some, there's something so powerful about that. When you go back to um, the beginning of the Bible, when God created man, and then He pulled woman mm. from him. He He woman wasn't made separate. He pulled us out of mm-hmm. Adam mm-hmm. and created us. So we, when you talk about being one flesh, literally mm-hmm. within Him, and so there is something so powerful that when we do come together, mm. it's that oneness, and mm. it's that it's 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 us and it's the Father together. And where two or three are gathered in, in his name, mm-hmm. he is in the midst. And it's in his presence where we are, um, it's where we, we're armored up. It's where we're transformed. It's mm-hmm. where um, his power is magnified. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's something that it takes, it can take time. As, mm-hmm. as couples to develop together. And it can be, this is where I think the enemy lies to is, is, is that it can be scary or that it's uncomfortable. But once you experience that and you do that, you're like, wow, like yeah. what I've been missing out on. And God, this is so good. Like, thank you. Yeah, It's so powerful. Well, I'll, ma- I'll make two kind of points here. Number one is sometimes you don't see the incremental progress mm-hmm. that you make as a couple um, on spiritual intimacy connections, yeah. it, it takes a while. Yeah. So you may say, well, I, I don't feel as connected to my spouse. Well, my prescription as a counselor is I would say, okay, I want you guys to pray together. Yeah. In the first week, they may come back and say, you know, wow, you know, we did. And, or maybe we missed one day and I'm like, okay, that's good. You know, let's, we're making progress. 
But most of the couples that I see, you know, it's usually over a two or three month span. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if they see it as much. But over time, as I start meeting with them over and over again, I'm starting to see like little boundaries that are getting removed. Yeah. uh, Walls that are getting closed down. Um, It's like you don't go out necessarily and you know, become a marathon runner yeah. and experience the high of finishing a marathon. Yeah, you you incrementally train for, train for that. And then all of a sudden you'll look backwards and go, gosh, look how far we've come. Yeah. The other thing I would say this, and this is kind of hard to like, like in reality kind of understand, but how well do you really know your spouse? Mm-hmm. Like, do you just live life with them? Or do you, or do you know their heart? Do you know their fears? Do you know, you know, how much do you really know about your spouse? I mean, I yeah. think that we can really get into this this rut of saying, you know, I'm married to you, but do you really know my emotions all the time? Do you know what I'm scared of? Do you know what I'm excited about? Do you know, um, there's so many things about your spouse. I would just say, you just don't know. Yeah, You just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and through an intimate prayer life together, it is, it is this, and I'm kind of a visual person sometimes. So I look at this and say, this is the, the, the child going before the father. Mm-hmm. So when a child goes before the father, or when, when my littles come talk to me, sometimes they say things and I'm like, I don't know why you said that, but something inside you had such freedom to say that. And you yeah. needed to say that yeah. to your authority, mm-hmm. to your father and wanted to at least have him acknowledge what you were feeling. Yeah. We, we talked about this uh, a little bit and it's kind of all context, but it still relates. Sometimes our kids say things to us and I'm shocked that they do. Yeah. And I, I often wonder, I was telling you a story uh, a couple of days ago where my, our middle uh, little had said, you know, am I going to heaven? Mm-hmm. And I thought, what an odd, what an odd question to ask me at that particular moment. Why did you ask me that? Yeah. And he went on to, you know, say something like, well, I've sinned. And we talked about forgiveness and we talked about um, you know, a lot of things, but it got me thinking of why did he feel he needed to ask me that question? Yeah. Because I'm his father. Yeah. And he needed to understand that. What, what did the authority say? Mm-hmm. And that, that childlike, you know, concept of going. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a lot of the way God looks at us and says, we need to see your childlike desires and fears and Mm -hmm. and emotion. And so coming as a married couple together and doing that is even more significant. Yeah. So a lot of couples, and I think that's what we really want to encourage you with is this, this, this challenge of how we move forward and how we do this. Now I will say, you know, let me talk about the practical for just a minute. How do you do this? How do you pray together? Well, first, you know, I would say set, set an appointed time. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's, you know, right before you go to bed mm-hmm. and, you know, you, you, you lay down and for us, we take turns. Yeah. You never remember when it's your turn. No, you I al- don't. You always say it's my turn. And, and I have like, the best memory out of both of us, yeah. but I cannot remember. Yeah. So we take turns. I, I will say this too. There have been many times when I've sat down in bed and, and I've said, I just, I need you to pray for us yeah. because I was just anxiety ridden or I had so much going on. And yeah. I'm just like, I just, I wanted to hear my wife pray mm-hmm. for us. And so take turns it can be very simple. It doesn't have to be complex. Mm-hmm. Thanking God for, you know, the day, for your health, for your kids. Yeah. Um, 
coming to him in submission of what you're concerned with. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be over overstated. It just needs to be done. Yeah. What else would you say is terms of encouragement? Yeah. You know, I, um, I, I tend to always ask people like, especially, you know, we, we counsel a lot of couples and coach a lot of couples and, you know, you either, a lot of times they're in these fiery seasons, mm -hmm. they're in these, these fiery seasons and their marriage is in crisis, their blended family is in crisis. And the first question I always, I always ask is what does your prayer life look like? Yeah. Because we often want, but we don't ask, mm. or we think we're unworthy mm -hmm. to receive. And, you know, one of my, my favorite scriptures, I mean, I have it tattooed on my arm is ask God, it's James 1, 5. Mm. If, if you, you know, if you're seeking and searching for wisdom and answers, ask God, mm -hmm. and that's going to him in prayer. And, you know, regardless of what your situation is, like, we're going to praise him and we're going to, you know, whether it's in the good or the bad or the ugly, but prayer life is not, it's not just this practice that we do every day. It's a relationship with him. That's mm. how we intimately come to know him and his voice. Like, you know, your father's voice. I know when you're in pain or when something's wrong, you know, we, when we were dating, we spent hours on the mm -hmm. phone together and I learned all the little innuendos of your voice, the inflection, the pitch, you know, just, um, last month we had a, a, um, a very unfortunate situation happen and mm -hmm. you called me and you said, Hey, and I knew just in the way that you said, Hey, I immediately said, are you okay? And what's wrong? Mm. And you were like, I'm driving to my hotel because you were traveling, but no, I'm not okay. And I knew, mm. and that's because we have an intimate relationship. We talk every single day mm. for hours. We spend as much time together as we can. Yeah. And I think that that's a reflection of what our relationship with the Lord looks like. And the more that we know him, the more that we seek him, mm. the more that we spend time with him, the more that we talk to him and call upon him, we are gonna know his voice mm -hmm. and we are gonna understand um, and when we ask him, God, what do you say about this? Or God, I'm struggling with this. Lord, I need a word from you. We're going to hear and we're going to know. Mm -hmm. And again, when you can do that with your spouse and with your children, it becomes a territory of holy ground that whether it's in your marriage, in your blended family, or in a friendship, that you can just take authority in and walk in and yeah. you can experience what the Lord has for you in that. Yeah. And so it's a very powerful thing. And so, you know, I know we've talked about this a lot, but I think starting the year off, um, you know, mm. if this is something that you've tried and you fall off the wagon, you know, I, I tried cold plunging for like two days, fell off the wagon. We're not I don't, done with it I don't know if we're getting back on. We're not done with the cold plunge. But, you know, one of those things, just try again and try again and try again. Well, and, and, you know, stats get thrown around a lot and most of them are discouraging stats. Yeah. But the one of the most encouraging ones that I've ever heard is couples who pray together daily, their divorce rate is less than 1%. And it doesn't mean that yeah. you, and we've, we've had couples, they prayed together every day and they mm. still experienced divorce. Yeah. You know, it, it happens, but the chances of that happening when you do pray and you are seeking yeah. the Lord on a daily basis, it's like you said, it's that one person. Yeah. Well, let me, let me tie a bow around this. So one of my favorite phrases is Christianity is a fighting religion. We need to actively pursue 
the gifts and things that were enabled to us as Christians mm-hmm. to move forward. And we're not, we're not a passive, we cannot be passive in this. Mm-hmm. So my encouragement to you as an audience is this. If you've never done it, try it. If your spouse is unwilling or uncomfortable, don't ridicule them. Just try to encourage them. But my encouragement is make today a day that you say, okay, we're going to be different. And tonight, as a couple, we're just going to pray together. We're just going to try it. And tomorrow, we'll try it again. And we're going to continue to mirror that day after day. And watch what God does. Yeah. Watch how he molds you together. Watch how he increases all the other areas of your marriage. Yeah. All the other areas of intimacy. He will increase that. And so that's my encouragement for you. I want you to try this. And I want you to, you know, this year to be that year where you make a defined difference in the projection of your marriage. Yeah, that's good. Just change it. If you're struggling, change it. If you're mad, change it. Every one of those feelings can be changed by prayer. Mm-hmm. Every situation that you have can be changed by prayer. Mm-hmm. Can't co-parent? Pray. Mm-hmm. These are the things that God gives us and says, communicate with me. Mm-hmm. I will communicate back. I will mm-hmm. talk to you. You will know my voice. So that's my encouragement for you guys. Um, this is going to be a great year and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, you guys, thank you for joining us again today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so that you can be a part of this community. Also the notification bell so that you can be notified every time a new podcast or video comes out. And again, you guys, be sure to visit blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Check out all of our resources. We offer blended family coaching for yourself, individually, for your marriage, for your blended family, teens, mentorship. We do it all. We also have our blended and redeemed groups and new resources coming out this year that we are so excited about. But we hope you all have an amazing and blessed day and we'll be back with you next week. Hey friends, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we talk about more blended family topics. Be blessed in all that you do and remember, nothing will be impossible with God.